Welcome to the Tin Lounge. You've stumbled on one of our short episodes called The Mini Bar, where we discuss a current relevant topic pertaining to the travel industry. I'm Teresa, owner of Get Out Custom Travels and creator of Fan With Intention. And I'm Corrine, creator of Travel Biz Boss and co-owner of Journey's Travel Company. We won't let you leave without some headlines, so stay with us until the end for excess baggage. So we hear a lot about travel fiascos. <laughs> um, and... This time around on our Azamara experience, like just like the travel experience, not Azamara related, but just the no. travel surrounding that, um, we were definitely victims of travel fiascos. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we definitely made the best of it. So like it first started because I was, Gina was supposed to fly back on Sunday, but on, I think it was Thursday night, KLM had emailed me and said, your flight is canceled. Please stand by. We'll rebook you as soon as possible. Friday rolls around and I'm like, I haven't heard anything from KLM and our flights on Sunday. So I better reach out. And turns out there were no more flights on Sunday. They were like, I was using Twitter um, to tweet them. And guys, yeah. I'm serious when I tell you Twitter is such a great tool. And I have utilized Twitter so many times during these past couple of years for travel related things for myself and for my clients. So yeah. when, you, when you feel like you need a, you need a last resort, just go to Twitter. Um, and so someone with the KLM team was helping me rebook via Twitter. And so you know, I was talking with Kareen on the ship and I'm like, Kareen, I don't think I can get home on Sunday because they said the earliest they could get me back was Tuesday. Because there was no more availability. There was nothing else. So we rebooked our flights home on Tuesday. So we had two additional nights in Milan. After about um, like uh, 12 hours of being enraged and frustrated. Yes. Not enraged, but very frustrated. I could see her face getting more and more strained and red. And yep. and I finally <laughs> said to her, because they had a really cool night planned in Monte Carlo. And I was like, listen at some point you just have to give in and say, fine, we're going to work with this so that you can move on and enjoy the rest of your time here. And you just took a big breath and you were like, that's it. We're going home on Tuesday. (laughs) Yep. I just have to mentally prep myself because, you know, there were so many things I would have to reschedule. And I was thinking about all of that. And I'm like, you know what, there's really nothing we can do. The flight back on Tuesday has a better itinerary anyway. So we'll just make the most of it. Um, But that was, before we disembarked from Asamara. So we had planned on taking the train from Nice to Milan because we were all flying out of Milan. And so there was a train change in this Italian town called Ventimiglia. So we had to take a train from Nice to Ventimiglia and then change trains to go from Ventimiglia up to Milan. And Curry and I, we are type A travelers, Virgos, we got to get to the place early, like yep. early, early. So we, Karina had scheduled an Uber to pick us up from the ship to go 10 minutes away to the train station for our like 936 train, but we got picked up at 830. So we had about 45, 50 minutes at the train station. Plenty of time. But as it turns out, it didn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> because we, the train pulls up, we go to get on, the train's full, um, there's a million people trying to get on, we're not sure what to do, we start to run toward a different door, and the train left us. 
Yep. The door starts closing. There's like that beep, 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 beep. Yeah. And I remember you were like, don't you dare. Don't you dare. Because <laughs> <laughs> the guy the was hanging is, out the side. He saw what we were doing. But oh, we were running. Yes. So, so the thing is, suckers. It was, it was a Saturday and people were trying to make their way to the beach. And this was like a local regional train that was taking us yep. from Nice to Ventimiglia. And so it wasn't like we had a signed seat, but I told um, our travel group after, I'm like, I want the video to the security cameras that showed what we did from the moment <laughs> we went to the train station to like us try to chase the train or chase the, the opening door, of the door. Yeah. So we ended up getting on the next train to Ventimiglia, which was at 10.11. And before we go into that, let oh, me just say- okay. Okay. In a situation like this, uh, Teresa and I just realized that we could probably solve all of the world's problems. We didn't even communicate and we were both on it. She's like, I'm going downstairs to the ticket counter. I immediately get on my phone. I'm looking at Uber and can we get, you know, could we make it to the next train station by Uber at, this, at the right time? Like without even speaking, we both just divided and conquered. So I'm just feeling like you want us on your team. Yes, Always. absolutely. We can, <laughs> we can, we were in problem solving mode immediately. Like we didn't mm -hmm. sit and dwell. Um, we really showed our superpowers that we developed through our years of experience, especially the last two years. And it, I, I feel like it was just something that was in our arsenal because we're just, you know, we don't want to dwell on the fact that, oh my God, the, the, the guy who was driving the train left us. It was like, okay, yeah. what do we do next? And there was no panicking. I go, well, that was effed up, except I used the real word. And then I got on my phone and started <laughs> looking for There was no panic. There was no, I mean, what are you going to do? It is what it is. So right. like, what's All the worst All you can do is like, happen? okay, what, yeah, what can we do now? So the next train was at 10, 11. And, you know, the line to the ticket counter was just so long. I'm like, we're not going to be able to make it to exchange our tickets and then the train. So we just got onto the next train and um, I'm like, if they stop us or if they say anything about our tickets, we'll just be like, well, your guy left us. Like there's nothing that yeah. we could do. So whatever. We just knew we were not going to go to jail because the jail was yeah. like a possibility. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure Tracy was convinced. So <laughs> me, my wife and I are both major rule followers. And honestly, that it made me a little uncomfortable too, but it was like, we, we just got to get on. Uh, Tracy's stomach was hurting. She was, <laughs> was like, um, babe, we're not going to end up in jail. Like we'll, we'll pay a fine or whatever, but it's going to be okay. Yeah. And it'll course, be okay. It was totally fine. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is we weren't trying to catch a flight that day. So we knew, okay, we'll get to Milan eventually. We'll just have to figure out another way. So we took the 1011 train and we had a 30 minute connection in Vitamilia. And originally. so the chances of originally, yeah, the chances of us making that was very slim, but we still held out hope. But then we realized, okay, we are not going to make the next train because the next train was like at 11, I think um, the connecting train. We get to Ventimiglia, small seaside town, and the lady at the ticket counter was so helpful. We just went to go exchange our tickets. And, and I feel no like problem. they do that a lot. It was super easy. Um, no additional cost to do that. We just go up to the 
went up to the counter and she helped us find the next best train to go from Amelia to Milan, which wasn't going to leave until five o'clock that <laughs> evening. And we were there in the station. It was like 1130. So we had about five hours to kill. And no luggage storage. So we had to take our luggage. But at this point, it was one of those things where we were really hungry. We wanted to just have a place to sit down and relax. It was hot. And so hot. we stumbled upon this one restaurant really close to the station. And it was like a, a cute, small family-owned place. We sat down and we weren't planning on being there for as long as we were. <laughs> but we were literally there, I think, for four hours. Yep. And um, our table, we had... Um, Five because um, Julie, who was a travel advisor that we met on Azamara, she was in the same predicament as we were as well. So our table killed, I think, 20 beers. Yep. And most of that was Kareen and Tracy because you guys are so <laughs> prolific. And I think the owner, when we actually got our bill, the owner was like, 20 he like the english was not great but it got we got through we communicated well it was such a great experience just sitting there laughing you know eating food they were so great to us they even really uh, uh, when we, when we were checking out they were like i guess they just wanted to do something special for us so i mean why stop at 20 beers why not have shots of limoncello <laughs> So exactly. It's a good gift. three shots of limoncello. And then he ran inside and grabbed cold waters for all of us, bottled waters, which was, yeah. I mean, like we made best good friends. Yes. And we were, we just sat there and enjoyed and they were just such wonderful people. And I actually bought a magnet at the train station from events Amelia. Cause I'm like, I want to remember this moment. So we eventually did make it to Milan, but seriously guys, things like this, happened to even the best of us and I think mentally that's the hardest part like being yeah. able to mentally accept and mentally deal with and problem solve was what made the overall experience as enjoyable as it was it was like the perfect day that we didn't think we yeah. didn't we didn't plan on right and we just made the best of it it was like one of the most fun days that I've had we made limoncello out of our lemons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, indeed. Uh, I think ex exactly what you just said. As soon as you just wrap your mind around this, this is the situation and I can't control it and then just make mm -hmm. the best of it. You're doing yourself a huge favor. I've been telling all of my clients, a great attitude is going to give you a huge advantage in any situation that pops up. Um, and I feel, you know, I, I, I it never really occurred to me that you would be at a train station 40 minutes early and still not get on the train. Lesson <laughs> learned. I'm definitely going to tell my clients, you know, don't put your suitcase in between that door. Do not leave the crowd until you get on. Start yelling, yeah. whatever. But um, and that's kind of it was the same situation the second time. It's just we knew don't mm -hmm. just push in. Just um, push in. I agree. It was a great experience. We got to visit a little, little town or at least have a meal and 20 beers in a little town we wouldn't have seen and meet some great people. And I don't, no regrets for me. No, no regrets. regrets. Yeah. <laughs> 
So before we jump into our real discussion this week, we want to give a shout out to our podcast network, Trav Market Media. Head on over to TravMarketMedia.com where you can find other amazing podcasts to grow and build your business. So obviously, we just did a really wonderful experience on Azamara. And while we were on board, we had the opportunity to sit down with Lionel, who is our BDM for Azamara, to have a conversation around Asimara in general and the experience that we were having on the ship. And this was recorded towards the end of mm-hmm. our trip. And um, I don't know about you, Kareem, but I had a really wonderful time and I learned a lot on this trip, both about the the, the destination, but also about Asimara itself. Yep. I I learned I I learned that I didn't understand what Azamara was as a product. And it also sealed the deal that I, I know now that my favorite type of travel is country immersive cruising because mm-hmm. I love being able to unpack once for a week, but I love the slower pace of moving through one country. So the Croatia cruise is what tipped me off and this just sealed it. Like that's my jam. That'll be, that's probably what I'll be looking for for my personal experiences from here on out. That combined with some private touring, little pre and post, perfect trip. Well, let's listen in to our conversation with Lionel. Thanks so much for joining us, Lionel, for this conversation. I know you are super busy on this Azamara fam, so we appreciate your time. Oh, my pleasure. I'm glad to be on your podcast. This is so cool. I mean, what better place do you know? I don't know if they know, but how cool is it that we are in Nice right now? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty nice. Yes. It, yes, it we is. do enjoy remote recording quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. But if anyone else wants to invite us places to record, feel free. Yeah. Yeah. Contact like us at hello at the tanlounge.com, <laughs> as you guys know. Well, we wanted to sit down um, with you, Lionel, because we wanted to talk about our experience so far and the experience on Azamara in general, because it is a very different product. And I think when we're trying to talk about, when we talk to our clients about what Azamar is, we, it, we can tell them it's a cruise, but it's not really like your regular cruise. We well, can I've just them- been like straight talking out of my butt for years because I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been making it up as I go, I guess. I thought I knew, I didn't know. Yeah, but it, so. I feel like it's so tough to really put like a description on it until you've actually gone and done it. And so Lionel had a really, really great um, description of it during our session. So Lionel, yeah. let us t- tell our audience what Azamara is and the kind of experience that. So I love, I love to describe Azamara as a land vacation company that uses floating hotels. And I know that sounds weird considering we're a cruise line, so how can we be a land vacation company? But the reason why I say that with such confidence is that 80% of the time that your clients are on board with us, they're actually going to be in the destination. More than half of those stops are going to have a late night stay or an overnight stay. Like this voyage we just did, this seven night, we had zero days at sea. Mm-hmm. And so that really, to me, speaks directly to the person who loves land and is looking for a land-based vacation. But maybe, with your help, would love the idea of unpacking or packing just once and that's where the cruise part comes in. Yeah, I'm a land lover. Well, and I'll say like ocean cruising, if you told me we're going to go on a 7-day ocean going cruise, I'd be like no, thank you because I'm so used to having the one or two sea days where I just feel like I get cabin fever. But on this ship, it's so it's so unique because even though we didn't have any sea days and we're in port every day, 
I feel like I'm completely at ease. Like, it's not like I feel like I'm so exhausted like I would on an escorted vacation, for example, where you are packing and unpacking every day. Well, that, so that, that description of Azamara is, speaks directly to me as a traveler. I love, mm-hmm. we spent nine nights in Spain before getting on the ship, and Tracy, I was like, you, you can't wait to unpack for seven <laughs> days. Like, we'd like to get completely unpacked immediately and get settled in. Mm-hmm. Um, but... When you're hitting like Barcelona, Rome, Athens, you know, these big cities where you feel like you have to see 700 um, sites, you're just ticking things off of a list. It's hectic. You have eight hours Mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, consume as much of that big city. This is so relaxing because we're in like these French villages and we're wine tasting and we're driving through vineyards and we're, you know, just right now, like... I was taking pictures from the um, where we were having lunch on the patio because I was like, when we say we are in port, like we are in the effing port. <laughs> like, right. we're, I'm right. sitting at the table looking down at the yachts and the marina directly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the past few right nights, um, the onboard time was like 9.30 p.m. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like, there's no pressure for me to get on shore at like 8 a.m. when you first, you know, when you first tender, you first dock. I can just leisurely have breakfast, take my time, go go off the ship, spend a few hours, and then come back on, and then I can go back off again if I wanted to. Yeah. Tonight we're overnighting. Yeah, and yeah. tonight we're overnighting here in Nice, and it was interesting. Today, I, I woke up in the morning, went off on a tour. Uh, it was actually a quite unique tour. Did a little bit of the sights and sounds in the city. The morning little, wine. And then a little morning wine. <laughs> Who does that? I told like, you, breakfast wine is a thing. It is a thing. <laughs> Especially when it's rosé, it's totally oh, a yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Very it's totally yeah. a thing. So it was at around 10 a.m. is when I had my first sip. And uh, and it's really hot right now. But we it was actually down in like the basement of this old building. Um, it, I, they forgot, I think they said 1800s or something like that. Anyways, it was all stone and it was nice and cool down there so we were away from the heat come back on the ship well guess what there were people leaving on another tour and the uh shore x manager was like hey do you want to come i'm like where are we going he goes monaco i'm like no way so people were leaving at monaco when i was coming back yeah. and yet guess what the ship is still going to be here yeah by the time by the time that tour comes by the time that tour com- returns the ship will still be here uh but i you know we have things to do as well since this is a work trip at least yeah. for me it is mm-hmm. i'm uh, i'm getting some work done but it, it's the uniqueness the difference that uh, i believe sets azamara apart yeah it's kind of you know we talked about this during our sessions but it's kind of like river cruise feel mm-hmm. in that the ship is not the destination the ship is where you sleep where you eat and where you relax but you're really looking at the ports as the main focus mm-hmm. of the experience. And unlike a river cruise, there's dancing at oh night. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, there's dancing and like, you know, on river cruises you're in bed by ten. Yeah. No. Yeah. I feel like that was a rarity for me on this trip. Yes. I river cruising is my jam. Like, yes. I love being right in the cities that you're porting and so this is a similar experience. But definitely, I go to bed right after dinner. (laughs) If you know me, you know I go to bed at 8.30 anyway. But when I'm in Europe, my body can, you know, like, 
because of the time change, I can stay up later if I'm given a motivation to do so, mm-hmm. but not so much. On I, the river I think that sounds like an excuse because I don't know that we had to twist your arm too much to go out no. every night. It was no, a lot no, of that's fun. what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. But like <laughs> on a river cruise, there's nothing to yeah, there's keep, really to keep going. You going. So yeah. I was Understood. like, oh, I'm yeah. just going to go to bed. Understood. Yeah. yeah, there might be a keyboard player who yeah. plays covers of like 80s ballads, yeah. but aside from that, on this ship, there are there's a live band and there's also a DJ. So the exception to that is like when it's like the TPI top producer retreat when it's all advisors Ooh, on board, then it that gets has to be a lot real messy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. No, I, I love it. You know, especially one of the other things that I would say set us apart and is part of what this trip was. This one is a French intensive or a France intensive. We have these country intensive voyages and. I that's another way to separate Azamara and make us unique is that we have over 15 different countries that we dedicate an entire voyage to that country. So to me, if you've ever had a client that says, I hate cruising or I won't go on a cruise and this is why, more than likely the number one reason why it's not enough time in port yep. mm-hmm. or they don't get to really see the place that they're visiting. They feel like they're, like you mentioned, Karine, you're trying to pack in a seven day trip in one day in that destination to see everything. And uh, so with Azamara, this one being a France intensive, we have Greece, Ireland, Spain, the the list is pretty extensive. So if you're looking for land options for your clients, I highly would recommend considering an Azamara country intensive itinerary as well and just serving it up because you never know, that's how you might get the the bite. Yes. and. I'm gonna probably have to make a list of those 15 and start working my way down it because it's the perfect way for me to travel. And you can't get on a river cruise everywhere. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just have to get on the ocean. Yeah. And just like our Croatia cruise, I this is a new, I've never done this country intensive before and it is absolutely um, down my, up my lane, whatever. <laughs> um, um, but I will say, um, I think if you're trying to get a land lover to try the cruise and what I would, probably do for myself and for my clients is I'm gonna perhaps partner with a DMC or someone to create the land program part because you know shore excursions are shore excursions Mm -hmm. and even on a river cruise it's the same thing it's a group of people Um, it's often high level like city tours not quite as immersive as you can get if you do private tours but the whole the destinations and the floating hotel are the pieces that I think really appeal to people, and I didn't understand that before. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that idea that you came up with, Kareem, because with all this time in port, you have that flexibility. A lot of time, mm-hmm. passengers, clients are required to purchase a shore excursion through the cruise line because they're afraid that they may be left behind yes. because they get in late, they leave early. But with Azamar and all this port time, it really makes for the convenience of being able to do that. And the best part is when you sell a third party or go through a DMC, there's more money in it for you too and even more intimate and personalized experience for your client. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And the fact that we're in Nice overnight, speaking about doing like a private tour, I booked a tour for myself and my husband to go to Monte Carlo because we have specific interests that we want to see there. And so I'm like, perfect. We're going to do that. And we're doing an evening one. So wonderful. starts at seven and we get back at midnight. Wow. We could not <laughs> do that if this was like a regular cruise, cruise ship because we would be leaving by what, 637. So that to me just made it more um, customizable. So I yeah. feel like that's part of it too. It's like, yes, you're on a set itinerary, but in port, you can customize it to what you want. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. 
And I want to make sure we do not forget to mention the spectacular service. Oh my gosh. It is. Can't even. (laughs) Top notch. It is very impressive. And um, I think if, if your clients are picky about service and if they're nitpicky, this is a great place for them. I mean, it's it rivals River Cruise, and the, these people have to remember a lot more names, and mm-hmm. I'm impressed. <laughs> they yeah. do that, huh? Uh, our server, the first night, we've been trying to get in with her every night since, and we haven't been able to because everyone else also wants to sit with her. Everyone who sits at her table asks for her every night. We finally did last night because it was empty in there. Oh, that's everyone was at the white night. night. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we have uh, 400 crew members to serve yeah. our 700 passengers. On this particular voyage, we're right at 400 guests. Mm, so, so it's it's, like it's, it's almost a one-to-one, which is quite special. So I, I think that has something to do with it as well. But really, at the end of the day, even when we're full, mm-hmm. that is that's our goal is to deliver that type of experience yeah i remember when um geo was coming back on the ship we had done separate excursions that day in marseille so i had come on the ship first and then when he got on the ship he was like yeah the security person was like where's your better half so i'm like oh my goodness they're watching all of us they really know me they know me (laughs) that's awesome that is so cool i think too uh because we're talking to travel advisors here if you are not familiar with azamara you need to get in touch with Lionel or Claude. Or your BDM. Or hopefully, your, lo- or your local it's Lionel, BDM. if you're lucky. <laughs> because um, had I talked to you more before doing this, I, I would have known. Like, I wouldn't have been lying to my clients all along. Uh, <laughs> not lying. Just misunderstanding what the product right, is. Right, right. Um, and the, we've had the, it's a seminar at C, so we've had some seminars, and there's been tons of marketing tips, great ideas on how to grow your business with Azamara. So reach out to your VDM so you can learn more. Yeah, it's uh, sales support at azamara.com is the email address you could use to identify who your sales representative is, just in case you're listening to this and you're not in Florida or in the Northeast. It's uh, sales support at azamara.com. And one of the great things about Azamara, the four ships, you said they're exactly the same. Yes. Exactly the same. So there's no remembering what class Ooh, it's in. Oh, yeah. Right. The 10, 12 different stateroom types. That just gets my brain all jumbled up. So Azamara, and then four once ships, you learn them all, all mm-hmm. they recategorize. That, that does happen. <laughs> that does happen. When I worked at Royal, that was yes. quite frustrating. Yes. Thank you for yes. continuing to recategorize 6,000 passengers. <laughs> Really appreciate you on that one. Yeah. So with the, you know, this is nice. That's another feature, another benefit I like about um, selling Azamara. I think it's easy because all four ships are the same. Even the 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 color tones and the schemes that Mm -hmm. you see on the journey, you're going to see on the quest, you're going to see on the pursuit, you're going to see on the onward, and so it really makes it quite simple. The restaurants that we have on board, they're the same. They're Aquilina and Prime C, so you know. Okay, there's a steakhouse, there's an Italian, there's the main dining. So it's, they are it's amazing. it becomes easier uh, because then you only have to worry about selling the destination, which again, I think for a land lover or a river cruiser, if they want to go somewhere in one particular place, then you don't have to worry about which is the ship. No, you just have to worry about the destination and which ship is the one there, and that's the perfect one. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I love it. I'm what did, so glad. What did you guys think of the uh, officers? I was just curious. I, I know that on a lot of other trips you go on, sometimes the men and women of the executive team are not as present. I felt like they were pretty present on, on this oh, cruise. Definitely. So I was just curious your, your take. Um, I don't know what position or which officer this gentleman was at White Night last night. Um, but 
there was the performance going on and dancing and then right opposite on an upper deck there was a clock there and he was sitting right under the clock and he was not he never stopped dancing like he was Gio <laughs> was like he looks like you know when you go to performances and there's like the the dance mom or like the coach in the back yeah. like doing yeah. the dances yeah. that's what he, all yeah. he was doing it like was, he was leading yes I got a video of him it was so much fun and I feel like we saw them everywhere oh, yeah. on the yeah. ship. They were just cool. everywhere. So. Yeah, yesterday I turned around, the captain was sitting next to Dawn. <laughs> yeah, it was that, that was so oh, funny. Hi. He was in our class. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's neat. Well, is there anything else you would like travel advisors to know? You know, I would recommend there's, I usually get this at the end of every time I talk to travel professionals. It's like, well, how do I get on your product? How do I try your product? How do I taste your product? So my suggestion is, Take advantage of our travel agent reduced rates. We have them available right now through, I know we're recording this here in August, but we have them open through uh, May of 2023. All you have to have done is have sold a Royal Caribbean celebrity or Azamara cruise within the last 24 months. You don't have to call your sales manager. You just go to cruisingpower.com under travel agent benefits and then go to TA reduced rates. And you can, you yourself can also experience Azamara firsthand and see it for yourself i highly recommend that well and anyone who knows me knows i am like the cruise lady and i for 15 years and i'm like oh i was dead wrong (laughs) i had (laughs) no idea what i was talking about (laughs) so that just speaks to the power of experiencing yes absolutely most definitely yeah well Thank you so much again, Lionel, for taking the time to join us. I know you're going to swim trunks getting ready to go. <laughs> I'm going to try Potentially, to... You're always prepared yeah. just to in go case. swimming, just in case. Yeah, yeah. I was but. disappointed that we did not have this in the pool holding pina coladas, but you know. <laughs> you know what? There might be another trip in our future. Yeah. Another, another seminar. Yes. We yes. will have it planned out. All right. Are we ready for some excess baggage? I'm ready. Okay, it's time for Excess Baggage, which is a speed round of headlines that are pretty self-explanatory so you can learn a lot in just a couple of minutes. According to Travel Pulse, staffing shortages have forced Princess Cruises to cancel multiple sailings. The cruise line canceled 11 sailings on the Diamond Princess from San Diego between September 1st and November 13th. Another one from them says that Club Med will unveil three new ski resorts, two in the French Alps and one in Japan, which are scheduled to debut in December 2022. Travel Weekly reports that Disney says there were many days during its fiscal third quarter that attendance at its domestic theme parks regularly exceeded 2019 levels. They also report that Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings said there was an immediate bookings jump the day after they dropped the vaccination requirement on cruises for most destinations. An article from AFAR says that refunds will be required for U.S. flights delayed three hours or more under a proposed new rule from the U.S. Transportation Department. Refunds would also be due if the airline changes the passenger's departure or arrival airport, adds stops in their itinerary, or causes a significant downgrade in the travel experience by switching to a different type of plane. They also report that Southwest flight credits will no longer expire. In a first-of-its-kind policy, unused flight credits with with Southwest can now be banked to use at any time in the future. According to Travel Market Report, Wyndham Hotels and Resorts has announced plans to bring its first Wyndham Grand to Mexico with Wyndham Grand (laughs) with Wyndham Grand Cancun all-inclusive resorts and villas scheduled to open November 1st. 
A headline from travel agent Central reads, international travel leads in discretionary spending, according to Amadeus. And our high note today is from travel agent Central, Jamaica's tourism industry has almost completely recovered from the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic. Let me try that again. Jamaica's tourism industry has almost completely recovered from the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic, which had threatened the very survival of the sector. And that's it for excess baggage. Just so you guys know, we are recording at a different time of day. So there is a lot of sun shining directly onto Corrine's face. So I think she's having a difficult time seeing the words, even though she's got this really cute, like Mexican cowboy hat on right now. I think she is just having a difficult time seeing the screen. That and hello jet jet lag. Yes. And jet lag. Oh, good grief. Jet lag. So just so you guys know, um, just a reminder that all the articles we referenced today can be found in the show notes. Please remember that we didn't write the news. We're just sharing it. If you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, leave a review and or share the show. Also head on over to our Facebook and Instagram pages, which are both under the Tin Lounge. We'll link them in the show notes. And thank you again to Azamara for a Mm -hmm. wonderful experience. And um, just a reminder to, to you guys. Go into problem solving mode. If anything goes wrong, if it's completely out of your control and there's nothing you can do about it, what is the next step to move you forward? Love it. Have any questions, comments, or just want to say hello? Please shoot us a DM or email us at hello at the tinlounge.com. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Cause, cause no